What an excellent day for an exorcism. Hey, crew. Thank you for joining us on Friday Night Banter. That's Captain Shakerbake. Like they could see you pointing at me. That guy right there <laughs> is Captain Shakerbake. That guy over there <laughs> is Captain Shakerbake. I know this for a fact. <laughs> I like how you changed your voice at the beginning to uh, on that intro. It was very tough. I, I've been practicing all morning, and people at work were looking at me weird. Yeah, because you're practicing it on the floor at work? Yep. That's interesting. Hey, guys. <laughs> that was not it at all. You're just walking around, well, just I didn't... randomly saying things. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey. Like a smoker? Oh, not a smoker. Like, I wanted to sound possessed, but not like a smoker. Yeah, like the lady on Beetlejuice. Which one? Oh, no, not Beetlejuice. Uh, Monsters, Inc. Oh, Mike Wazowski. Yeah. That's different. Mike Wazowski. Yeah. <laughs> That's different. Do you have your reports? <laughs> well, anyway, I'm AP. That's Captain Shake Bake. How you feeling, Captain Shake Bake? I'm feeling outstanding. Are you? I, I am got, feeling great. I got some things to tell you today about uh, some things about this movie. Would you like to give the spoiler warning or anything? Oh, if you have not seen this 1970s... 73. 73. Is it a 73? 73. I thought it was 76. No, 1973. 1973, yep. The Exorcist. Yep. The one that changed everyone's life. <laughs> it definitely changed, changed mine. The, the film industry on horror. Yes. Oh, it's got... It's amazing. It, it was a great movie. I'll throw it out there. Uh, <laughs> old ass fucking movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, man. So the first time watching this movie, I fell asleep. Yes. Yep. The so, first time ever, ever you saw her face. I've, I've seen clips of the movie. I've never watched the entire movie from beginning to end. And I busted your balls a little bit on this. Absolutely. I, I, I busted your balls on this because I'm like, how the hell did you fall asleep? And I mean, well deserved. I mean, you you really liked what's it called? The uh that one movie where no one will save you. And I just couldn't get into it. And right. neither, I couldn't get into this one either. I don't know why, but I it could have been I watched it again. So I was kind yeah. of going off of what I remembered as a child. And I can't yes. and I think the last time I watched it was many, many, many years ago. I had attempted to watch it again. And I think even when I watched it again, I was kind of, and maybe it was the unedited version, uh, the ed- or director's cut. You watched that? I believe that's what I watched a while back ago watching this movie again was the director's cut. Interesting. Yeah, not this time. This time was just the regular old yeah, school Yeah, the movie. Uh, theatrical version. Mm-hmm. So when I watched it, back ago you know many to watch the un the director's cut i think even then i wasn't too into it because i don't remember that all that well so basically everything that was in my head was what i remember as a child watching it when i was younger so that always even with people i've talked to at work and around uh even outside of work and i mentioned that you were going to watch the old ex or that what you said, which was you fell asleep on the extras. Mm-hmm. They were like, what? I can't believe, you know, he didn't like it, this and that. And then I'm thinking, when was the last time you watched it? Or are you going off of like how I watch or I'm remembering it was when I watched it as a kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause it was frightening. It was exactly. Scary. Exactly. I talked to somebody at work as well. And they said that the, they, they've never seen that movie since they first watched it, which was when they were 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And at that age, yeah, that's going to be pretty fucking scary. Yeah. Watching that movie at that age. It changed a lot of 
children's sleep habits. Sleep they habits. They were scared. Night I, I don't think I don't think people in the seventies were ready f- to see possession. Well, I in think that kind wasn't it sold aspect. as a true story? No, or based on a on nope. on true events? Nope. It was just a scary movie. It, but it wasn't based on true events. Negative. See, that's what I remember it being talked about was like if it was oh, a true event. Oh, it was. Oh, that was just a bandwagon. Almost like paranormal activity. Pa- oh, no, paranoia. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, but it was paranormal activity. Sure. The, um, the movies that were based on, they were supposed to be real, like maybe. Blair Witch and found footage and stuff. I guess. Uh, I don't know. Pe- people back then probably thought that because this is a new In the genre. 70s? This is a new genre to them. In the 70s. Yes, 73. Yes. Uh, possession horror movies weren't a thing mm. at all. This broke the ground in uh, in cinema history. If if you didn't fall asleep through it. Yes, yes. Right. I only know it from how great of a, a movie it was as, as far as being new and the, the history behind the scenes and what was being... I got facts down, mm-hmm. but before we get into well, it, well, the problem is, is I feel like I'm being possessed right now by the movie. Yeah, oh, because really? interesting. I feel that I'm being contained from a drink, <laughs> demon in a bottle, <laughs> demon in a bottle. Oh, previously on Friday night <laughs> yes, you summoned us some old breweries. Samuel Smith Old Brewery Toddcast Tadcaster. No, Tad Tadcast. T A D. Oh, I said Todd. C- sorry. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Swatusi if you ever listen to us. Yeah, yes. And Taddy Taddy Porter. <laughs> I don't know why in my brain. So I see the Tadcast. I see all this writing on here. It looks very. Um, I don't know. Is it German or English looking type writing? Um, Taddy Caster, the famous Taddy Caster. I don't know why I thought of a priest with Taddy Castle. Oh, interesting. I think it was the uh, the red with the white. I think you saw that. Like a cardinal? Not a cardinal. From, I'm not, I'm not yeah, talking about from birds. Rome. Maybe. Uh, no, that's a priest. That's like a cardinal is like a level up. Ah, uh, so it in is. The, in the chain of priesthood. It's a Taddy Porter. So this is going to be a very dark, full bodied ale with rich. Creamy head and no and an intense dry tangy character. Brewed with well water. Oh, what's a drink that you gave oh, me that had well water? Oh, this is well water. You gave me a drink that had oh well water. Oh my god, it's well water. The original sink. I hope they filtered that well water. <laughs> uh the original well sunk in nineteen seven or nineteen I'm sorry, seventeen fifty eight. Sorry, I can't read because of the lighting, but bringing it from the seventeen hundreds. Yes. Molts. Malted barley, roasted malt, yeast, and hops fermented in stones from Yorkshire squares. Yorkshire. Yeah, I'm excited. You know what kind of annoys me? Uh oh. And I realize. Uh oh. Pet peeve. Pet peeve. Oh, I should write this down. I should. Yes, I I am gonna reel this. <laughs> I'm gonna do it on Instagram. So I just sorry. thought of it now, and it wasn't anything you did. It's what I did. Oh, what'd you do? Well, let's crack these bad boys open. Was it while I was reading? You're interrupting me. <laughs> yeah, that too. All right, here we go. Yeah, but I, that doesn't annoy me. <laughs> for 
for a, a podcast that drinks a lot of beer, we only have one can opener. Yeah, and one I'm waiting. bottle opener. I am I am patiently waiting. <laughs> so you, here's another pet peeve. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I didn't bring two. I figured I had one down here, and so I was there like, go, oh, I'll just use this. Cheers. Salut. Oh, it smells portery. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to give my pet peeve right now. This isn't bad. It's pretty good. It's one pint and 5.0. It's not bad. Absolutely not. Okay, Shake Big, what's your pet peeve? So I, I realized this uh, the other day, and I did it today. And it's when um, I'm like, how to. It's a couple of things. Two things. One. So you said. You know, oh, this is in Yorkshire. And you use the voice different than how you would say it, right? You sure. use an accent. Of course. Right? That's not my pet peeve. Okay. My pet peeve is that then I repeated it in another accent copying you. Oh, so that's a pet of, peeve? So instead of letting you live with, like, you not live Me with Me being it, independent. You and being independent with it and letting and that unique. be yours. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It almost feels like. I'm building on top of it. It's not even building on top of it. I don't know. It's one of those, like you said, Yorkshire. And then I said, oh, yes, Yorkshire. So now I'm like a part of it, but yet I'm trying to steal your thunder a little bit. Interesting. And what bugged me is like I watch watching football when they make a touchdown, right? So you'll see the team go over there. Everyone's excited. And then the one guy that did the play or whatever, they do their move. I'll use last night as an example. The one of the players that made the touchdown did uh the worm dance. Oh, that was the Eagles, right? Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. no. it was the Vikings. Vikings. And he did the worm dance, yep. right? And it's like, oh, that's super cool. Well, then another guy kind of came over and did the same thing. And I find that happens a lot. Like somebody does a move or whatever, and then another person copies it. And I it's almost I don't You asshole. You should have done it. <laughs> do your own thing. Yeah. Quit copying other people. Be independent. Be but then I, I also see, okay, and then here's Bobby Flay, right? Be Bobby Flay. So one of the contestants come out that are going to do Holy shit, it. we went from football yeah, to I, cooking. I, I, okay. Yeah, these are all within that pet peeve. Okay, okay. So they'll do a dance move or something like that, and then Bobby does this, like, move. Like, he, like he's dancing, too. Like, he's mirroring them do their thing. I wish and for we had me, a camera to see you dance. And for me, it's like, <laughs> why are you doing that? Like, it's so weird. But when I did it right now, I copied you, and I was like, Fuck. The thing that annoys me, I just did. It's a psychological thing. I feel like it's a comfort as well. When people are nervous and they someone does something to relax somebody else, they copy to make it feel like, oh, I'm part of what you are doing. So I'm less stressed or less anxiety. I feel a part of it. You know? Does that, does that no. kind of make sense? It does. In a, I guess in that sense. Uh, yeah. No. It's... it's no. No. Like okay. I didn't I didn't try and make you feel comfortable by like mirroring what you said here and doing my own voice. Maybe. I feel like it's almost like a one topper. Oh, it's a one topper. I think you're right. You want to you want to prove that you could do it better. I no, uh, I not intentionally. Uh, but But then like we I don't know. It was like complimenting almost. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. It's that's, it's uh, it's weird, but I'm like, do your own thing. Okay, let's get back do to your the, own let's thing. get back to the Exorcist. Nineteen. Do you know when this movie was uh, released? Nineteen seventy three. The day. The day is actually October. No, the day is actually very, very weird. Thanksgiving. No, December twenty sixth. 
the day after Christmas. The day after the let Jesus fuck you. Oh, stop. <laughs> I don't know. Like I wanted to come eat in. it, eat it. I wanted to come into this uh, into this pod saying something that the demon said, but some of the shit that they said was wow, man. Oh yeah. Let me let me get to some of these quotes. Uh, there was I don't even think I want to say it out loud. <laughs> if there's children in the car, cover their ears. Now is the time now, to cover. Cover yeah. your ears. Earmuffs. Earmuffs are coming. So the power of Christ compels you. I feel like that was the biggest thing that they took away from that movie. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you, right? I think that lives into today's time. Like even Absolutely. now, like when you think about exorcist or you're even joking around, you'll say the, the power of Christ compels I you. I say that to my dog when she's acting like a demon. Yeah. So <laughs> to, I mean, even Zola. what, 2023 now? Yeah. And we're, it's we're saying this? a quotable thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your mother sucks sucks cocks in hell. Yep, that was uh oh, Karis, you filth faithless slime. That was wow. Uh, this one oh god, how how do I even say this? Um, <laughs> stick your cock up her ass. Yes, that one. That's that that one right there is the family favorite. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and and what? Shape or form? Do you say that? When, when have I ever heard you say this at dinner? That is table? a household quote. Stick <laughs> <laughs> your cock up ass, you motherfucking worthless cock. That is. That is the. Yeah. That's the best thing you said. <laughs> That's that is the, the family, family quote favorite. That's gonna be the the thing. Oh man, uh, said it every Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for the food. Sick your cock up your ass. You work for. Yeah, that's what you say. That's what you tell the cur- the turkey. <laughs> oh my god, this is going so south. This is terrible. Oh, but uh, some of the quotes in this movie was was very intense, and I thought the. What a great day for an exorcism was a pretty good uh, quote. Just nonchalant. They're like, oh, is this what you're expecting or, or wanting? Mm. Oh, intently. And I'm like, oh, man, that was actually really good. Can I ask you what the fuck was about that beginning? What? Why? So here is my take on this. These, it, This is the type of movie that was like in the type of films and script writing and acting of the time the 70s 80s early 60s maybe or late 60s more story driven driven story driven artsy fartsy overacting very heavy overacting oh oh yeah with the screaming how'd you feel about this mom well even this like where the where she's told the director died he was drunk he fell down the stairs he broke his neck whatever right when she's like, what? No. And then she turns, faces the wall, and she's like, no, no. And she's doing that. And I'm like, that right there is definitely overacting. Okay. And. I could agree. And that it was, it played through the whole thing. And I think it was very art driven. And that, I guess, is the feel that when you think of movies of that era, was how it was. So they're looking for good, like you said, good acting. Um, 
Oh, well, that's not what I said. There, there's, well, it's <laughs> dr- dramatic acting. Overacting. No, but they're really shooting for like just good. There, there's a word that I'm trying to think of, but this demon in the bottles got me possessed. I can't think of it. But moving on, I think well, to the go, acting was was pretty over the top. I it, would agree. It was over the top, but I think we talked about this in an, uh, another movie as well. I I can't remember it at right now but it was an older movie very dialogue driven oh uh, uh uh yeah the uh come on oh it's there it's, it's there. there it's on the tip it's of your from, tongue uh i know scary movie and it was the something suspects oh the usual suspects the usual suspects yes very dialogue driven yes um the only action that happened was in the end of the movie no, but in this, yes, but in this movie and of that time, because it was an older movie. Agreed. What is it? Yes. In the 80s, I think it was? Oh, The Usual Suspects? Yeah. No, that was 96. Oh, it was? Yeah, it was pretty early. Okay. Man, God, it makes me feel like it was older. You're not that old. No, but I feel like it was older. But the di- very dialogue driven, very, they want to draw, they didn't have, and I think Swatusi put this well when we were talking about it the other day. Oh, you talked to Swat about it, huh? Yeah. They don't, they did not have CGI to rely on. Correct. So a lot of it. was all practical effects. Practical effects, but also story driven, right? Yes. So the scene where Demi is seeing his mom in his nightmare when he's sleeping. Oh, God. And he sees her at the. On the, on the, on the bed. No, another, yes, that scene was creepy too. But the other scene where she had just died. He's sobbing. He's in bed and he sees her at the subway. She walks up the subway. He's across the street yelling at her. He's in yeah, the middle. Yeah, and she's going down the, up the subway and up then the back sub- down the and subway. And then there's a necklace that just starts floating down like, yeah. de- and coming down. Yeah. Then the demon-like look, which was just eyes yeah. and then the white face and mm-hmm. a dark scene. Which was, um, <clears throat> I have the director, William Fritkin. Uh, he says that that was a subliminal start a shot to those were uh, prototypes of the look that they wanted for the demon so he recycled them and put they were all like negative they nobody wanted that they were uh they were bad so he just recycled that use into the movie as a uh, subliminal as images yes subliminal images and so that there i feel was very artsy but to give yeah. you a creepy feel oh absolutely right? gave you and Such I chills. think that because of us and this day of age where we have CGI, we've seen so many scary movies at that time, like you said, it was new. This was something very new to the industry. Yes. And yes. it was starting this new genre uh, into the scary movies that that right there, if you weren't desensitized i would say by like then we yeah. are yeah at that time for that sure. would be creepy for that, sure that would give you goosebumps and feelings like oh my god he's seen his dead mom and then here's this flash of this creepy looking thing in theaters right you're not watching this at home you're not watching it on your little uh phone like i was you just got done celebrating the the christmas birth of, the birth of jesus christ yeah and, and at now... that time a lot of people celebrated it and it's a big thing yep. you know yeah and so you're not, you were not desensitized. So this art that was being shown, I, I think it was more artsy. Now it feels artsy, 
But at that time, it was they were trying what they could to give you a creepy feel. I I appreciate the the try of making me feel for the mother and the daughter. The fact that the that Reagan was the one that is being possessed. Uh, she's played by Linda Linda Blair. She didn't call ma- her mom Ellie Burson, who plays Christy Mc- McNeil. She didn't call her mom. She called her mother. So she that that kind of gave me like that's interesting. But of that time, it's of that. T- I don't know. You still called your mom mom in the seventies. I was not born yet during this time. Of course you. You're, oh wait, you're not that old. No, <laughs> I wasn't born yet. And even when it when I was, I was barely an infant during this time. I, I don't know. Like calling your mom mother is very interesting, and I I appreciate it though in this movie because it made it that much more scarier when she was being possessed, like on the bed where she's getting hit. Uh huh. Um, and she's she's calling out mother mother make it stop and I'm like oh oh my god like, it's like when it's serious it's serious yeah, yeah. so it's because it's mother scary. is used when it's like serious like come on mother like if something like I think when it's more uh, of a serious I, type I can see that yeah it's used as mother but speaking of Linda Blair she got death threats uh before releasing this movie and they had bodyguards on her for six months for why um uh hardcore Catholics thought this was uh, demon worshipping. Mm, yes. yes. Of this time, like Dungeons and Dragons, the Witch Board. I, I think that was more the Ouija Board. Oh, the Ouija Board did have a uh, a little cameo in this movie. Yeah, the Ouija Board when she said, oh, you let me play with you, or it doesn't take two oh, all the time. Yeah. She's oh, like, Poof. oh and it's yeah. Like, no. Yeah. And it's like, Ooh. well, if you don't want me to play. Well, the mom thought it was her doing it yeah she's like that, that was rude and like well he didn't want you to play but to go back to your original question of what the hell was going on with the beginning scene yes <laughs> yeah that was my original question <clears throat> that was your original question those diggers boy they fucking moved did you see how fast they moved things at the beginning Holy like they had shit. it in fast forward yeah i was like okay yeah mm, <laughs> and that sure. kid running through i don't know what the statue was like the artifact that he found it didn't play another part i don't know how Wait, what it did the little, not the necklace, the the artifact. Yeah, the head. It, I don't think that's what showed up in the bushes. No, yeah, that was it. That was exactly it. I couldn't tell. I don't know how it got there. I That's that, my one there's, question. There's a lot of missing pieces of how this got there and how she got possessed. Because I watched it again to try and put the pieces together. Like, I understand the priest. He's there. Um, He's in Iraq because yes. it's brought up. Yes. They said, oh, we'll have so-and-so do it who was in Iraq, who also was in Africa. <clears throat> oh, the uh, the priest the you're priest. talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's out there doing a dig. When he when you sh- when you they show where he gets the artifact, he goes back to where the dig is. He's standing on that spot where the statue is. I think his friend says evil, evil versus evil, I think is a quote that I, he had said. I don't think so. But the kid found the, the site. He said, hey, we found it. Right. And so he takes him to that hole, reaches in the dark hole. And at that point, I thought something was going to happen. But no, he just picks out the the head of the demon. When he sees his friend when he's about to leave and he's looking at the artifact. I, I'm going and before. When he actually first finds it and he says, oh, my gosh, we found it. And then he starts taking his pills all crazy. Well, that's where he goes to have tea. Yeah, and he's and shaking. And he feels like he's, I think it's giving the sense of something's bad 
happening. Something bad is happening somewhere. Because now he's a mess. He finds the artifact. Um, he sees his friend. He he goes back. He does go back. He sees the statue. Yes. Right? Yes. And I so think, they're, yeah. they're sitting there staring at each other. Yeah, the dogs are fighting, which... Uh, if you haven't seen Exorcist Believer, the next one that the dogs fighting, I thought was a very good homage to each other. Yeah, those really because good. they did. They're all fighting in front of that yeah, statue, chaos. and that's where when he goes back to, uh, I don't know if it's the school or wherever they're at. Where he's the telling fuck are his they? Friend, where that are he, it's they? It's in Iraq. So he's telling his friend that he's leaving. He goes, "I really wish you didn't have to go, but he has to go back." He said, "Me too," and. But when he picks it up, he picks up these artifacts and he said, that's the friend that says, I believe is evil versus evil or something about that. I think my wife said that uh, the director who died bought it from that uh, archaeologist. But they never showed it. They never showed it. (laughs) No, they they never show any of this. No. And they don't show how Reagan gets possessed. For a movie that's so story Other than what's in the attic. Yeah, sure. That but too. it's also a rented, I think it's a rented home. It's where they're filming in Georgetown. Yes. And so she's staying there temporarily because yeah. they're building a home, I believe, in New York. Mm-hmm. Because she talks about the horse and, and trying yeah, to get yeah. a horse when they move back. Yes. Right? Yeah, when we get back to New York. And then she goes she goes back to uh like The mom, right? We're we're talking about the The mom. Okay. Yeah, so then she's having them check the attic. So there's no real... It doesn't really tell us how the hell this all happened. No, that's what's frustrating. I think that's why I fell asleep. I was expecting a little bit more. Uh, I, I fell asleep from that sequence to, I think, when Reagan finally gets possessed. or Not finally, but uh, in, in the start where she starts going downstairs and says, you're all going to die up there, and she mm-hmm. pees. That, I think at that point, I started falling asleep, and I, was, I knew in my head, oh my gosh, it's going to start. Well, and then you have also the detective that comes by. Yeah, and the detective and the father. uh, What's his name? Father. Oh, shoot. He was right here, I swear. Father Karis. Karis. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of script writing, I think, in that time was too. There's character development, there's story. There's a lot of time spent. In this buildup, where mm-hmm. I think nowadays we just are thrown into the action, we're thrown into the horror. Yeah, and that in that time they were building the suspense, they were building the story. Like, okay, you're getting to know she's an actress. The relationship between her and her husband and the the child, because there's the call for the birthday. I've been on this phone for. 20 minutes and you know i was like 20 minutes where in- yeah okay that is funny you said that <laughs> okay well and i'm like when she said i've you know i've given you his number i've given this i've given that i've been on hold for 20 minutes my instant thought was like fuck that's like normal that's not bad that's yeah, normal 15, now 20 minutes is good yeah you want to get your fucking internet back on you want to get your tv yeah turn you know issues yeah. with your tv uh-huh yeah you're on hold I guess it depends. If you're trying to call your husband or ex-husband or whoever he may be to her now. But it was the hotel, I think. Oh, that that, I would be kind of pissed, too, because it's like, oh, let me get you his room number. Tap, tap, tap. And well, it was the call. operator. I gave you where he's staying. Oh, I told you, you had that to go he's through doing all this, the all this. And then the but it was the the birthday of, you know, he didn't call on his child's yeah, birthday, birthday and all that. Right. So Goodness. you're now you're seeing, OK, there's a broken home. 
So you have this priest that's over in Iraq that's digging, sees evil. Now we're back in the States. There's this broken home. Yeah, how long How long was that? Was it instantaneous? Or did we just, from him to there, did years pass by? Did months pass by? I I didn't know how to feel about I think it's two that. stories separate. There's two, there were two stories going on. Yeah. The priest, and, and it was short. It was short-lived. And I don't know if it was just because you knew you wanted to use that statue again later on. I guess, yeah. They probably had to fly or over there. Or the priest having an experience with this. Oh, which that old priest is Max von Sydow. Sydow? Father Marin. That was his name. Has he moved on? <clears throat> yes, he has yeah. passed. Yeah, I, he was ancient in this movie. In this, a lot of people have passed away since filming of this this movie, and some in very conspicuous ways. <laughs> uh, the set actually caught on fire. The um, Reagan's room caught on fire. They had to rebuild the whole set. Oh, really? Yep. It was an unexplained phenomenon. They have no idea how. Yeah, it someone lit that bitch on fire. Had to have. I mean, you know how many people were smoking in there? Oh my god! <laughs> Again, during this time period, yeah. <laughs> like I, the the doctor explaining the brain, yeah, uh, scar, he's like sitting there smoking yeah. and talking inside the hospital <laughs> as he's going. Times were different then. Yeah, the the funniest part was uh, I'm like, no wonder kids and everyone started smoking <laughs> at early ages doing it everywhere. because every movie and TV show. Someone was smoking. It was it was of the times, man. It was of the times. Father Karras and uh, Chris uh, Mc, McNeil, the actress, she gets she uh, uh, the mother gets hit right by Reagan. Oh she's, yeah, she's possessed. Right, smack, beat that ass. And then she's the next scene. She's got those big ass glasses on and her <laughs> her hat. Father Karras walks up. He's like, hey, how's it going? Are you okay? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. And she like- Aren't these her- conversations intense? Oh, yes. Yes, The way are. that the they zoom talk in. to each other. Yeah, the zoom in and everything. Yeah, it's so intense. Yes. Like, you know she got smacked because her eyes all fucked up. Way over here. She's all, what about exorcisms? He's like, wait, what? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that hasn't been done since uh, he's you know, like they early don't ages. exist. Like, well, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, the the priest doesn't know what an exorcism. And he's is. trying to hide it. Sure, right? he because is, that's yeah. what the doctor said. They, I mean, he's never done an exorcism. He knows that only one guy has ever done it. And it's it's uh, Father Father Marin. Mm-hmm. He's the he is the only priest alive who's ever done an exorcism. Apparently, because he's a psychologist. A psychologist. Psychiatrist. Yes. He's a psychiatrist oh, okay, because yeah. they sent him to all the schools to be a psychiatrist. So that's what that's what his job was. That's what they said uh, because she brought him up to the other priest that was at her house. Remember playing on the piano? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had asked about him and said, you know, well, what's the story with so-and-so and what is that? And um, he's like, oh, he's the psychiatrist for... Uh, for that church, basically that mm-hmm. that place that's there, um, I think that's a school for priests of some Georgetown. I think it's a college, and then priests, and I don't. There's so much to take away from this movie. Like Agreed. so many pieces that are kind of like what if you think about it though, and we are in 2023, and a 1973 movie still talking about it. Yes. 
it is it's a classic and i i think it's great for what it is and what it's given you know s- cinema but god damn this movie's old man it's uh, this is very slow i because you're desensitized i am i am desensitized even i mean the one shocking part was when she was stabbing herself with the crucifix i was like oh, okay it's that kind of movie yeah or how about when <laughs> eat it eat it Shoves her head in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? It comes out bloody. Like, but then oh. also with the, you know, the holy water as he's praying. Oh, yeah. He's like, that was just Slices water. her leg. Yeah. I was like, it's just salt Well, salt no, water. no. The, when they're oh, doing the real, exorcism real and he's throwing the real holy water and the yeah. leg is splitting. Yeah. Right. Or the help me. Oh, that was stomach. also a good uh, homage to the new one right. or to the old one, I should say. The new one did the same thing where they had help me carved in them. Right. Yeah. If you think about, if you go into this movie and you think about the time that this movie is being filmed and what they had to do, the, I, I don't, the, the magic, I just think the magic, like yeah. the bouncing of the bed, the floating, the, the levitating, yes. the, the skin being torn apart, oh. the, the look, uh, the contacts the for contacts, their eyes. The contacts, the, hundred percent that had to be uncomfortable it was i'm sure there is no way at that time when they put those contacts in their eyes to make that that look on their (sighs) eye yeah that was not comfortable that deep green there is no way that was comfortable no way you know getting spit in the face with a loogie oh the that was split pea (laughs) soup and the uh the mechanism that was supposed to spit it out was supposed to aim for his chest, but it malfunctioned and it hit him in the face. <laughs> so that was a, re- I think the the second scene that you see him wiping it away, that was real anger that he was seeing, that you saw in his face. And it went in his mouth and uh, I saw it. But then the second priest, when she's like, and then it hit his glasses and it was a loogie. It was like all yellowish and I like God, that is and he gross. Played it, he played it so cool. He just kept praying. And I've and he been sick it. before, and I have spit <laughs> shit out like that, and it is nasty. Sometimes I've seen my brothers spit like that. Catch uh, you in the eye. <laughs> I know my brother listens to this, and there was one time we're in the back of the Kia, and we're at my mom's work, at our mom's work, and we're waiting for a lunch break or something, and this guy hawks a loogie, and it looked, I looked at it, I was like, Ooh, that's like, not right. It was yellow. Yeah, that's not right. So I have never spat any loogies. It was, ugh, it was gross. Uh, yeah, it was. Did you know that bad. This, this is Warner Brothers' second highest grossing film behind Barbie? Wait a minute. Barbie is a Barbie is the highest grossing film for Warner Bros. Studio. Oh wow. Yes. It uh, took that long for them to match or beat. The Exorcist in gross. This movie was a phenomenon, dude. This movie caused mass hysteria. Did you watch that YouTube video? I, I have you? not yet. God damn it. I, I wanted started you to watch it. it. I, I started it and I saw it was 12 minutes. I told you I was, to jump to 10, like 1041 or something like that. And I don't was, remember you saying that. I want to watch the whole thing. Well, yeah, it's because it has that clown one that you like too. Yes. What's that called? <sighs> I've been trying to remember the name. Gosh. But it's part two. Yeah, the second one's a better one. It's not fear. It's not. Do you do you want me to do a quick yes? Search? Okay, because it's driving me nuts. Because I've been trying to think of it, and by the time I'm going to think of it right now, I think it starts with an F. All right, crew. He says it starts with an F. Not fierce. Not. 
face. It's got the clown. He's got blood all over him. Yes, I know. I know exactly. Black lipstick. I know what the exact movie is. I know. I have it in my face. In I my have face. it in my face. I have it in my face. It's not frantic. It's not fear. It's not terrifier. Oh my god! It's not even an F. Not even an F. It's terrifier. That's why in my mind I've seen an F. But it's you see terrifier. the two Fs. There's two Fs in terrifier. Yes, it's terrifier two. Gosh, that's so crazy. Terrifier one, I think is it's bad. He does look scary. And terrifier two was just gross. Like there was a oh, lot. Interesting. Like it was. There was a lot of. Skinning of bodies and they, different they, things. This one, this one is terrifying. This is so crew. If you guys want, we're not here to to promote anybody. This is just us putting it out there. Top ten horror movies that caused hysteria. Look that up. It's by Watch Mojo. They're really good. And their last movie was The Exorcist. And holy shit, what they said about people saying that this movie caused them to miscarry. Oh I'm, yes, they're just blaming. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck ever. Like this, I get it. This movie probably caused a lot of stress. We've said for it you. before, and I have said it before that I did not think it was real that people will faint from a movie being so scary or gory due to blood. Sure, but I have met people that had said, "Yep, I have passed out in a movie theater due to the gore and the blood in a and and scare factor." That's so of interesting. That's crazy. I want to go to a movie like that. I want to experience that. Yeah, like they said that about Terrifier 2. They said the same thing. They said people were passing out. And I can see if you do have a a phobia or a problem with blood, these movies do have a lot of that, a lot of grossness to it. Yes. It's gruesome. It's very very gruesome. gruesome. Yeah, Terrifier was. Uh, I have something here in my notes I was going to ask you. Can you see... Jack Nils- Jack Nicholson as uh, Father Father Harris. Which one was Father Harris? Father Harris. Let me make sure. I'm, was I'm he the boxer the right or was he the old guy that was at the dig? Let me make sure I'm talking about the right guy. Uh, I was looking up William Freakin. Freakin William. He was a, I think it was the boxer looking guy. I can see him looking at Reagan in demon Ca- yeah. form. Father Harris was uh, supposed to be Jack Nicholson. The boxer? Yes. Yeah, and he's... So what happened was he, in his audition, he said, you can't handle Christ, is what he ended up telling him. Jack Nicholson did not <laughs> say that. Oh, my God. You You nearly handle. made me spit up that trick, dude. Oh, my You can't handle Jesus Christ. You can't handle Christ. That's wild. Don't... <laughs> I think he did really good in The Shining. I think he had a, another opportunity in The Shining. He did. That was really he good. He did. He said, you know, <laughs> today's day of for an exorcism. <laughs> when I'm alone on the wall. <laughs> oh, jeez. What's, what's that This is of? from uh, uh, A Few Good... A Few Good Men? Is that the movie a few with good uh, yeah. Tom Cruise, Nicolas Cage? It's the Marines. Yeah, he's on, A, few, he's, a yeah. few Good Men. Yeah. You want the truth? You can't you, handle the truth. Mm-hmm. The famous yeah. quote. Just, yeah, another, just like just like <laughs> another, another good quote. quote. Yeah, you, Jesus or the the you power know, we, of Christ compels you. We with. throw that around the house all the time. That's, it's a, a, that's a household quote. favorite. It's a household favorite. <laughs> Stick your dick in her ass. <laughs> Stop it with that. That's too good. You gotta you gotta take that. <laughs> you have to run with it. 
<laughs> use that as your own household it's favorite. A, it's a household <laughs> favorite. Boy. It's just like famous last words. Yes. <laughs> That's, man. <laughs> that was, did you come up with that at the top of your head? Like, was that good? Dude, the quotes, <laughs> the, the dialogue in this movie was really good. I mean, but it also shows of the times. Like when he says, do you have any drugs in the house? No. No, I don't have any drugs in the house. He goes, well, we're just asking, you know, based the the conversation between her and the doctor. Yes. She goes, no, I don't. I don't even smoke grass. Oh, <laughs> I knew you were going to say the grass. Grass. Dude, she said that and I was I like, I grass. died. That's the I think, 70s I think baby. When, that came, when she said that, I I think I believe I was on the elliptical or treadmill at where you I almost started. Fell. I fucking rolled. <laughs> you almost hit that wall. I rolled. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I think people even look back at me like, what the hell is he watching? I died. That's hilarious. And I'm like, oh, I'm just watching The Exorcist. You're <laughs> laughing? <laughs> grass? Yes. That's I funny. Don't even smoke grass i really and like she sits down and hand on her forehead oh. and she's saying i don't smoke grass I don't and i'm like grass. oh my god the acting just holy jesus sell it they are selling it <laughs> sell like it. just sell it um <laughs> that's funny. i love overacting i love it in movies do you overact because you didn't like it in this one it fucking cracks me up I... I never said i didn't like it i'm just saying of that time Actors, I felt just overacting just cracks me up. It's like, <laughs> dude. And I think over time, the art in itself and acting, I think people appreciate where you feel like it's real. Yes. I, I like that. And I think that's what they're going for. And I think in, in, this movie. in this movie, I think they overdid it. They were acting. What? I think they, oh, I I think they I overacted a lot of things. Like, oh, oh my God. Hand on head. Oh, boy. I'm going to, I'm going to oh. paint. Yes. That, that I get a lot of in this where I think movies nowadays, it's like me and you having a conversation right now. You just get more feel like it's normal. Like you're a fly on the wall of normal people having conversations. I can get that because you can get, you can give a lot of motion and movement and the way you deliver the, the words and the lines can, can really take you far in a scene where it's just a conversation. Uh, and you know what comes into mind now that it's the season? Uh, Loki. Have you seen that? that I have show? not watched it yet. Uh, if you watch the first season, I have watched the first season. And you have you got to the to the very last season or the, not season? I'm sorry, last episode. Well, where, no, I the first season of Loki. I watched the whole thing. Okay, so the last episode of Loki, where he finally meets Jonathan Majors' character, He Who Remains. Uh huh. That whole the whole thing was just them talking until the end, where action actually really took place. But that's all Jonathan Majors is. He was just acting his fucking ass off mm -hmm. and it was great so if you could have sequences like that i i can appreciate it but when you know you, you come up to somebody like oh hey uh, how, how's it how are things going oh grass i don't even smoke it you know it's like uh, this is kind of dull it, but i think it's it's of the times man it's of the times it's the art yes and i think now I don't want to say it. I, I don't want to say it. I say it. It's like um, 
I don't know. I guess in my head, I say older times like that, it was an art. Now it's like a job. It's like a career. Wow. It's like that hit that hit me. That's good. It's like I I'm it. now it's a I'm an actor. It's like a it's a career. It's a job. This is what you do. You go to work, you go on set, you play a role and you call it a day where I think at that time people did take it as an art. They lived it like this is this is art. I'll, I'll give you this real quick. Uh, on the first day of rehearsing the exorcism sequence Linda Blair, uh, who plays Reagan, the delivery of the foul mouth dialogue was so disturbing that Max von Sido, the father Harris, said that he actually forgot his lines. So he was just so like well, taken away from it. Like they're actually you're actually saying this, you're mouthing uh-huh. this, but you know it's, as a child, as a child, right. but you know someone in the booth already recorded it, which I. Damn it, I don't... How dare I? So it wasn't her saying it. Correct. No, no. You, she's can, just moving her mouth yeah, and as I, if she's doing it. How dare I not give that person credit? I gotta, I gotta look them up. But before I move on, uh, Jason Miller, who plays... Uh, hang on. Jason Miller had a major verbal conf- confrontation. He's the guy who... The boxer-looking guy. Uh-huh. Uh, had a major confrontation with William Friedkin, the director... Because he fired a real a real gun near his ear and got an authentic reaction for him. Oh Jesus! He, yeah, and he's like, "Why do you fire a real gun? Like, I'm an actor. I you don't need me to. I can give you. Uh, can you? <laughs> can you? <laughs> can you really? Now, yeah. <laughs> bang, dance, 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 sucker, dance. <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, the the actor Jason Miller was like, I can give that to you. Just. Tell me what you want. Don't actually fire a real gun because now you're uh, going to get me. You're going to get I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. <laughs> Previously on, on Friday, Friday Night, Night Adventure. Adventure. <laughs> We've done so many scary movies. I love it. I love it. Um, But before that, what was I going to tell you? The person that was in the booth that recorded the bad. Yeah, okay, thank you. Thank the you. bad language. This beer is actually really good. Yeah, the more you drink it, the better it tastes. <laughs> it's a big bottle. It's a big bottle. Oh, Mercedes McCumbridge. Is the person that did the voice over? Yep. yep. Okay. I really want to hear her real voice. American actress of radio, stage, film, and television. Well done. Yeah. I mean, I did question whether or not that was Reagan's voice that was doing it. it. I was like, wow, how did they at that time have a kid doing this? That's so hard for me to accept. But it wasn't. It was It was a voiceover. It was dubbed. Did you realize that in this one or just now? Just right now. You just realized? You sharing this information with me, I thought that was Reagan doing a lot of the, the voicing and the cussing and the swearing. Wow. But it was dubbed. Is what you're telling me, right? Yeah. Yeah, no. Wow. Thank you. I'm glad to spoil something for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wow, this kid is doing this. I didn't think they would do that at that time. No, because right? you could tell by the way she mouths things. That was my nitpick. But see, I think for me, it was the makeup. I was thinking of the makeup and how her face was. And I also know that when recording, a lot of times you're not, they're not mic'd up. And they have a boom mic. 
And it has to be timed for the actual film and the audio to record at the same time. You're right. And so during that time, you got to think of the equipment they're using. It's not as the technology that we have right now. Like even the simple thing that me and you are using to record this podcast is so more advanced than probably what they were using during that time to make that film. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So everything was timed. The whole, the clapboard, that's to time the film and the microphones and everything in sync. Really? That, yeah. that whole thing that the thing that goes ready action well it's, it's not action but ready mark click yep. it's to time everything so that everything, oh so like how you when were, you edit and you bring the audio yeah sort of like bring, how you are here and you're like edit edit yeah <laughs> it's to bring everything to to uh to market so that you know together where to, to put things together like here if we were doing video at the same time for like doing a youtube pod if we were using another piece of equipment as well to the microphone, we would have to clap it and time it so that the audio sticks together. So for me, I give a lot of leeway to older movies and syncing of the lips in the audio. Good to hear. I kind of like mentally try and, I didn't and, ask and you, clear Shake that out. Shake and bake. Do you know what this has on Rotten Tomatoes? <gasps> you haven't looked it up, have you? Uh, no. You no. Su- you were lying. They weren't even You're around lying. back You're then. You're lying. Why would I look it up? They weren't even around back then. Okay, okay. The reason you said that, I was listening on the way home today. I was listening to our most recent, previously, Friday Night Banter, <laughs> and how we enjoy doing this, where you look up the scores and then I guess them. Yeah. And I was list- I would. that's why I was like, oh my God, we didn't do this. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because that I just listened to it on the previously, it, Friday Night Banter. It's a highlight. Okay, what is it? Critics. So, Critics. Uh man, because they're doing it now though. No, go back to your old self. I mean, I would have to say oh, 83. <clears throat> I take a drink. Oh my god. It had to be but in I the take 70s. A, I take a small one because you're close. High 70s. See, I, I was thinking 70s. Yep. So 78 for critics. Yeah. And the only reason why I thought of 78 and I or 70s is because I'm gonna go back to Evil that Dead time. Rise, yeah, that time. where they're yeah, saying, yeah. well, Evil Dead Rise, they were saying, is the highest scoring like horror film uh, rating yeah. that, that was ever given. Sure, sure. All right, so. Uh, audience. 80s. 82? Damn, you're so close. I won't take a drink. But yes, 87, but I will take a drink, actually. 82 is not bad. It, no, 87. You said 82. I know, but being close oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah, I was yeah, only yeah, five yeah. points You were off. so close, but I'm still going to take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> not because you're wrong, but because I want to. Yeah, I'm only five points off. 87. <laughs> that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Again, people are talking about it in 2023. Uh, so I told you Jack Nicholson. Also, Marlon Brando as, I, I believe it's the uh, other father. The older one. And the only reason why he wasn't in this one, because William Freakin, Friedkin. <laughs> Freakin. Friedkin. This freaking guy. Knew that if Marlon Brando was in this movie, it would be a Marlon Brando movie, not his movie. Oh. Because Marlon Brando is a very popular hot, name. Hot shot. Yep. Yep. Uh, Shake Bake, were you entertained? I am always entertained with this movie. With this movie specifically? Well, watching this movie again, I was still entertained. I went into it, like you said, you fell asleep. It was boring yes. and stuff. 
and I could see that. I won't say I could, it's boring. I wouldn't say it's boring. The I could just respect get that's what it that is. it was very slow. Yes, and I was actually looking at the time on the movie. Right, so movies back then weren't very long. They were like an hour. Holy shit! Maybe right. 90, 90 minutes. Right. Holy shit! You're right. This movie was pretty long. It was an hour and 53, close to two hours. Hang on. I, I got it here for you. Google knows what I'm going to look up because I just looked it up two minutes ago. Well, it hears. Two hours and two minutes. Yeah. So, two hours and two minutes. Yeah. For that time, that, was a, that was a long movie. Yeah. It was like the longest movie in history. And I'm going to go back to like Lord of the Rings. There was a lot of shit that could be cut out, like the whole beginning. How dare you? How dare you? Lord of the Rings? They make that walking scene could cut they could cut so much shit out. The walking on the mountain is not needed. You're gonna get a lot of haters. I don't care. Email me <laughs> Friday Night Banter at Outlook.com. Oh, Captain Shake and Bake. I'm not saying the movie was bad. I'm just saying it doesn't need to be three hours. Just the first There's one. There's so much shit that could be cut the out. The first one. The walking on the this the walking. The walking. Why does so walking you're talking need about the whole take a you're talking about the whole trilogy? Of uh, the Lord of the Rings, anything that involves a long walking period doesn't need to be three hours. Cut it's, it. It's not. Cut the it. The destination. It's the journey. Cut it. How dare you? Cut it. So you're telling me you haven't Cut watched it. the extended edition? Cut. Fuck no. Holy shit. No. Wild. No. I've seen all three extended editions. No. They're so good. Same thing when they ask me about, have you seen, oh, you know, so-and-so from Harry Potter? I watched the movie once. I've so, watched every one of them, but I've only watched them once. One time. I cannot look at you right now. One time. Gosh. I'm so I'm so hurt. One time. <laughs> my favorite is the uh, Half-Blood Prince. That's my favorite one. I think I watched it once. Gosh, you're terrible. Yeah. So you don't even watch it for For fall? what? For fall. Why? Because it has all the seasons in it in one movie. Every movie has all the seasons in it. I watched the Beast one a lot. How did that no one talks about the Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, that's it's a like, great movie. It's like I've a, watched that several times. It's like a, the black sheep of the I've family. watched that one several times. Yeah, and you love it, don't you? I do. Yeah, you Both lo- of them. Yeah, They're great. Loser. Amazing. <laughs> terrible. The best movies ever. You know why? Uh, no fucking walking. <laughs> no uh, hour long fucking walking you'd be surprised <laughs> obviously you haven't watched it <laughs> uh shake it big before which we go, one i want to tell you there's no walking espn they fly espn mm-hmm. uh the fantasy football pickums that we're doing this uh this this year the pickums yes the pigskin pickums yep my prediction rate at that time the pts like yeah it's predictions right percentage percentage yeah my this is, this is scary me uh knock on some wood it was 66.6 percent oh it has since moved up the sign of the beast yeah yep i got scared so i was like you're like no please lose lose change yeah no win damn it (laughs) lose lose damn you san francisco lose i know right (laughs) what the hell what the the hell man oh no you know what every sunday we should do a podcast about what the fuck just happened (laughs) 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 like i'm starting to keep up with sports this past weekend was ridiculous are you kidding me this whole this whole season who the fuck was predicting any of this there is not a single team that is uh 
unbeaten. Everybody's lost. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a given. That's going to happen. No, not, but not I mean, in this case. I mean, it, this was, yeah, it's so difficult to pick. But anyways, we are happy to have you guys listening to us. Yes, this is officially the end of Banterween. Yes, it is. I said welcome to the end of Banterween last episode. But you did. I'm, I'm corrected. This is officially the last episode of Friday Night Banter. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Family favorite. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a little.